It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? Today, we're going to talk about whether Denny Aviad made the right choice by not participating in the pre-Olympic qualifying and FIBA, and we're going to look at the, the power rankings put out by the athletic. Was it a snub, or where, are we where are we supposed to be? We're going to talk about that next on Locked On Wizards. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's good, everybody? It's your boy, Brandon Scott, again with my guy, the real Ed Oliver. Thank you for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every single day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on your own YouTube. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day. And today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel, the official sports book of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. So we're going to start out with Denny Avia. Now, uh, looking at it, um, he was asked by the team, not to participate in the pre-Olympic qualifying tournament with Team Israel. So looking forward, um, it was a minor injury. It wasn't a, a significant injury. But, E, do you think this was a good move by the Wizards, kind of looking out for their investment? Or do you think um, it would have helped him to play for Team Israel this year? As much as I love I love seeing players play for their country. I love it. It's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. And it means a lot. I know it means a lot to Denny. I know it means a lot to Israel as well. Um, a lot of the subscribers – that comment and, and watch the show. I know they love seeing him play in FIBA. And, you know, we made a video about um, signing Jared Butler and waving Quentin Jackson yesterday. There was like four or five or six or seven comments about Denny. The video wasn't even about Denny. So, I mean, we see how passionate his, his fans and supporters are. Um, but yeah, this was the right decision by the Washington Wizards front office with Will Dawkins and Schlank and Michael Winger. And uh, if Denny made the decision too, I think this is the right decision. Um, I know he's so passionate. He wants to play, and he's a—he's the best. He is—he gets to play the way that I think you could get the best out of him. Or you know, when he was getting drafted, that point forward style where he's handing the ball, bringing the ball up, controlling the offense. Where we don't see much of that here. Um, but I think this is the right decision. And last year, he played through a groin injury and made it even worse. Uh, that's what happened last year. I know he's passionate, but he played through that injury that made it worse, and it kind of provided a, a, a minor setback for him in training camp. Yes, he did start at the small forward position last year, but still you could see he was just a step slow out there to start the season. It took him a little while to get going and, and finally get into that turbo mode that he had for about a week. Um, so I think it's a contract year for him. This is his fourth season. So the last thing you want to do is go into a contract year and give the front office a reason not to give you an extension or a reason not to bring you back or give you the contract that you're looking for the all season. So this is, he's doing the right things and, and you got to do what the front office wants you to do. If they want you to train here in DC with their trainers, with the new staff, uh, Brian Keefe and uh, Vanderpool, if they want him to get up shots with him or his uh, trainer in Israel. Um, he's not going to be training with Drew Hanlon. He's training with somebody else this, this all season. We talked about how he got worse with Drew Hanlon somehow, um, but he's got to improve the three point shot. So that's something he's got to focus on, focus on the left hand. 
and focus on finishing around the rim. And um, I think he he certainly should rest up and heal up and work on his ball handling and finish around the rim and uh, shooting better from the three-point line. Yeah, I haven't always agreed with players going over and play for respective countries to a certain degree. I get the pride of country. I think pride of country is very important. And I'm with you, especially in the Olympics, you like to see the best players from each country go against each other. So I, I definitely love that about the Olympics and FIBA. It's just as far as contracts, uh, I just I, I just want the players. My, my beef is not with the players. Is I want players to be better protected if indeed they get injured over there. And that's my biggest thing. But, you know, pride of country is important. Um, I know that a lot of people look forward to him playing for Team Israel. I know he looked forward to it. It's just, you know, the contract year, I would just – I like the decision. I prefer him to work on his deficiencies in his game, and have, I want him to have an, a breakout year. You know, focus on what you need to work on, you know, three-point shot in your left hand, you know, finish, finishing through traffic, you know, stuff like that. If he works in this game, you could see a breakout year, which if you look at the squad, because we're, we're about to talk about the power rankings, but um, this team's not bad. This team's not complete trash. We're not going to be a playoff team. But, you know, if you see breakouts from a few guys – and, you know, one of them being Denny Avia, then this is a very, very fun team to watch. And you're going to see a better team because, you know, I, I fully expect that he should have a breakout if he works on those deficiencies. So, yeah, definitely take your time, you know, work out, you know, get your body right, you know, definitely work on your game and then go into the season with some clarity, you know, with your eyes on the prize. That's what I want to see from Denny. So this is a good choice, you know, And but another thing I want to bring out is, you know, with his front office, again, mad respect. And the reason for that is this. You know, they're taking charge. You know, Tommy Shepard was – it's okay to be a uh, player's guy. You know, you, you hear a lot with coaches. You know, he's a player's coach or he's a disciplinarian. You know, he was more of a player's GM, and it got him in trouble to a certain degree. You know, you got to be able to be in charge. And this front office has been very clear that they are in charge now. You know, they're making that decision. Because I think it had a lot more to do with the front office saying, look, we're looking after our investment. We got a young guy who is in the contract year that if we work on these – certain parts of his offensive game, he very well could break out. I mean, you know, the, the defense is there. You know, the fact that he can, you know, the ball in his hands is there. The vision as a passer is there. He just needs to work on his shot and his offensive repertoire. So this was a good decision by both parties. I think this is a very responsible decision because they're look, they're, everybody's going into this season with some clarity. You haven't always saw that in Wizards land. You know, there's always a storyline, you know, when, you know, two years ago was all the players come over from the Lakers and how did they mesh with them? What he did last year was the guys coming up from Denver. There's always a storyline and Bill's involved. Now you got a clean slate. You know, you got a new entourage. You know, you got now Kyle Kuzma's the guy, you know, Jordan Poole. You know, you have so they're going into the season with a lot, man. Between him and um, Jordan Poole, a lot of chips on the shoulders because a lot of people are focused, man. I'm trying, I'm saying right now, Jordan Poole is coming into this, this year focused and Denny. I'll say this, man. There's always been a <laughs> issue with, you know, you're either your pro or your con. And the thing is this, man, and I know you feel the same way, is that we both want to see him succeed. You know, a lot of pressure has been put on this young man. You know, from coming into the league with him being a foreign player and being compared to Luka Doncic, right off the bat, he already had pressure on him. You know, being, you know, I mean, he's a young man. So he's had a lot of pressure on him. So he, to a certain degree, he has to have that year to take a lot of hate off his shoulders, you know, to really solidify himself in the NBA and let people know and put people on notice that he's not trash. You know, he definitely could play some ball in the NBA. So this is definitely a big year for Denny, man. So, yeah, I'm, I'm you know, I'm talking a little bit, but um, I definitely think it's a good decision on both parts, man. I think it's a really, really smart decision by the organization and Denny. 
Yeah, they want to protect their asset. And, you know, you, you just got to listen to the front office and be on the same page, man. I, I, they did not draft him. So this is, like you said, this is a clean slate for him. And it's a prove-it year for him. Uh, he's got to prove it to, to, the, to the new front office, you know, and show them that he's worthy of a contract extension. You look at Isaiah Stewart, he just got a four-year, $64 million extension. Uh, Ayo Desumu got a three-year, $21 million deal, which is $7 million a year. Uh, so you just you look at some guys. Ayo Desumu was drafted after Denny, so I'm, that's not a fair comparison. But you look at – you look at Isaiah Stewart. That's a guy who already got a contract extension from Denny's from Denny's class, um, that 2020 class. And you know what is his range? You know, is it going to be in the mid level exception kind of range? Is he looking at you know Rui just got 17 mils? So what can Denny earn this year by playing by having an, an improved season? So there's a lot of money on the table for this young man. Uh, great defensive player, great defensive versatility. Can guard one through five, one through four. Solid passer, um, but just has a lot to work on on the offensive side of the ball. And 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 I think I think this season, with you know, you can't blame anybody this year. You can't blame Bill for taking a lot of shots. You can't blame Kuz for taking a lot of shots. Or I mean, Kuz is still going to be here, so he's going to take a lot of shots. But you can't blame blame it on Porzingis getting a lot of shots. Um, everything's on Denny, man. Everything's on Denny. So I think this I think this is the right decision. It's a it's a minor hip injury. It's not a serious injury, kind of like how that groin was, and he made he made it even worse. Um, but it's, it's a big year for Denny, so I'm excited to see what this guy does. I'm excited. And I'm a fan of his game. I am. A lot of people say there were haters on Denny, but I, I'm a fan of his game, and I really want to see him do well. And once again, I think this is, is this is the right decision for him to rest up and be ready for the 23-24 season, contract year. Same here, man. I'm a big fan. You know, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people think we hate. You know, all we do is point out what he needs to work on. You know, if you really look back <laughs> – Last year, Bradley Bill got more smoke than anybody, man. So, you know, I mean, we just pointed out what he needs to work on. I, I, I really wish this young man well. I really want him to come into the season, you know, with clear vision, ready to work on those deficiencies and break out. I want to see him break out because I think he's a good he's a good player, but I want him to be a great player. You know, and, that, and that's the thing, you know, he's going to get paid because defense is, is at a premium right now. If you look at the fact that Marcus Smart got two first round picks, defense is a premium right now. So, you know, just based on defense, he's going to get paid. But the thing is, there's a difference between being a Pat Bev, which is a defensive specialist, and then Mikel Bridges, where he's a guy who can defend at a high level but can stretch the floor. You know, one guy is now being considered a franchise player. Another guy is a journeyman. So that's, you know, that's the thing. you got to add an offensive repertoire if you really want to be on that level is being that guy. You know, because if, you know, if you're just defense, you're just going to be a Pat Bev and he's going to be all over the NBA. You know, I really want to see him be a dog on the offensive end because, again, it helps his team. You know, if you add another weapon with Jordan Poole, you know, I mean, you know, you don't have Kyle Kuzma. You know, you see how Kisper goes. You got a lot of weapons. So the pressure, you take a lot of pressure off of Jordan Poole, too, and size. So, you know, him taking that step helps everybody. So, um, so you know, we're going to get in the team because we're about to talk about the power rankings, the athletics. So do you guys think it's a snub or are we where we should be? But before we do, tonight's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Take your first swing at betting Major League Baseball on FanDuel and get 10 times your first bet around in bonus bets up to $200. That's right. Just bet 20 bucks and you'll land $200 in bonus bets. Win or lose. Oh, that's 200 that you can spend betting everything from the money line to the over and under to who you think is going to hit the first run home run of the night. All in one app that's safe, secure, and, e- and super easy to use. Plus, when you win, you can get paid instantly. Again, you get it right away. No better place to, no better place to bet 
on Major League Baseball than FanDuel, America's number one sports book. So sign up today and visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get up to $200 in bonus bets. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel, the official partner of Major League Baseball. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And thank you for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. Every day is tomorrow. We are going to get on those lineups. We are going to do um, situational lineups, so definitely tune in. You need tall lineup, your shoot lineup. So every situation that you can ask for, we are going to have a lineup for it. So definitely tune in for that. So the Athletic um, put out their power ranking. And the Washington Wizards come out to 28. And they fall under the category of teams that um, is called Tier 6, but tank adjacent right now. Um, if you, to kind of give you an idea in the neighborhood we're at, um, the Houston Rockets are at 25, uh, San Antonio Spurs at 26, Portland Trailblazers at 27, and the Wizards at 28. Now, real quick, e, um, if you look at the category before that, it is uh, players that are close on the fringe of contention where you have at 21, the Pacers, 22, the Magic, 23, the Nets, and 24, the Bulls. So looking at that, do you think they got snubbed to a certain degree, or do you think that the Wizards are kind of where they should be at, at this point? I think they're kind of where they should be now. You could argue I think they're better than the Spurs. I know they got Victor, but honestly, the way he looked in the Summer League, I'm not going to base it on Summer League, but he did struggle in that first game. played a lot better in the second game, but he got pushed around. A little bit, um, but the, just the Spurs roster overall is just not a good roster. Uh, it's really not. They got Trey Jones at the point, Devin Vassell, who's who's solid, Keldon Johnson at the three, Jeremy Sohan at, at the four. I think the Wizards are just better than them, but it's kind of like you know, we're we're you know, we're just you know, kind of arguing who's better of the lesser teams. Uh, but I think they are, are, are in that range. I think they're better than the Blazers, you know, with no Dame. Uh, the Blazers got Scoot, Jeremy Grant, Ty Bull. Um, they drafted Ryan Rupert. They got um, Nurkic, who they probably won't keep either. They're probably going to really rebuild and trade him by the deadline too. So I think we're better than the Blazers and the Spurs. The Rockets are at 26. The Rockets may be a little bit better at this point because I, I do like um, – I think Jabari Smith is going to play better. I think Jalen Green is going to improve. They got Fran Van Vliet, Dylan Brooks. Sangoon is really good. He's only going to get better. So I do think they're marginally better than the Wizards. Um, and then the Wizards, are, they have the Wizards above the Pistons and the Hornets. So I, I think that's about right. But I think the highest you can really go with this roster right now with no center depth at all, it's Gafford who gets in foul trouble and, and can get winded easily. Muscal is behind him. Vucevic, who is a rookie, second-round rookie right behind him. Kuz at the four, good score. Um, and the pool at the two, Tyus Jones, who is a really, really good backup. Solid starter, but really just a backup. And then at the three, we just have a big question mark between Denny, Kispert, could be Bilal, who knows. Um, and then our, our bench staff is, is is a bunch of young guys like Johnny. DeLon Wright's another good backup point guard. But we just don't have the star power and the star firepower on this roster. We don't have a lot of bench depth. We don't have a lot of guys that can create for themselves. Off the bench either, that can give you some some scoring firepower. And then Weston Sell Jr. is still – it still feels like he's – learning as a coach i mean you can always learn as a coach but it still looks like he's still developing as a coach and we'll see this is a probably a make or break year for, for west also junior or approval year for west 
Um, and then the Bulls are 24. They still have DeMar. They still have Zach Levine. So they're, they're, I think they're a little bit ahead of us, but not by much at all. Um, and then you look at the Nets. The Nets are probably better with Mikel Bridges. I give them that. Cam Johnson, not by much either. But the Wizards, they're in, a, they're in, they're a team that can surprise people. I think they're kind of like the Jazz of last year, where the Jazz traded away Donovan Mitchell, they traded away Rudy Gobert, and they surprised people. They still ended up missing the plan because they still wanted to get really better draft capital. Um, so that's that's kind of where I would compare it to. I think we will be the Jazz of last year, where we play a little bit better than we expected to start the season off. But then we kind of go back down to earth where we don't make the plan. Now, the over-under a lot for a lot of sports books is like 24, 25. Um, I do see us in that 20 to 30 range. And last year, we were, what, 30, 35, and 47? Yeah. Last year, the power rankings last year, we were the 23rd ranked team. So we went five spots back. So that's kind of awful that we're only five spots behind what we were powering last year when we had the solid three. So that's that's pretty awful there. Uh, but yeah, I, I probably I probably put us at twenty six, really honestly, because this roster right now compared to the rest of the league is it, not a good roster. It's a rebuild. This this is what it is. We have to be ready for this. This is this is a rebuild. So I'm prepared for us not to not to really compete for the playoffs or really for the play in. To be honest, uh, I think we will surprise people a little bit to start off but they'll come back down to earth. So I do see us around that range. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I, I, I completely agree with everything you just said. I think that we're going to be a sleeper, but we're not going to be a sleeper to where we're going to shock the NBA and win a title. I think that, you know, we're definitely a rebuilding team, but we have talent. But I, I, we're definitely better than the Spurs. Come on. I mean, Wimbyama, he hasn't played one minute in the regular season. Come on, man. Not one minute. <laughs> so, and he got, you know, for Brandon Miller to be pushing you around, you're supposed to be a center. I'm just right. saying he's got he's got to add some muscle. Um, but looking at the rankings, I think we're better than the Spurs. Trailblazers with Dane, no, because but without him, yes, we we we're better than him just because we have veteran presence. But um, because but don't get me wrong, the Trailblazers got a nice young squad, man. Because I'm trying to tell you that backcourt with Scoot Henderson and um, Shaden Sharp is going to be nice in the next couple of years, man. But um, looking at a couple of the other teams. I don't think we're better than the Rockets. They got a lot of young talent. And then, you know, when you add Fred Van Fleet and Dylan Brooks, um, you know, Eamon Thompson, Cam Whitmore, Jeff mm. Green's on there now, um, former yeah. Wizard Aaron Holiday. Yeah, yeah. Jabari Smith looked good in the summer league. I think he's going he's gonna to He's going to take a lead. Tari East is really good, too. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they're 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 a sleeper in the West, man. Mm-hmm. Um, Chicago, like you said, when you got Levine, Vucevic, you know, uh, the Rosen – yeah, we're just not there. But I think a couple of spots. I'm with you. Um, so you know, yeah, I agree. We're kind of where we're supposed to be, and we're not going to shock anybody. I think we're going to be a little better than people think we're going to be, but we're still going to be challenging for a top five pick, which is where we want to be. You know, here's the thing: we we said this for a while now before Bill was moved. He said, "Look, there's a likelihood that a new front office is going to start a rebuild." Everything unfolded. Um, we got a little better. We got pieces that you know you can look forward to in the future. I, I believe we have our franchise point guard of the future. That's my opinion. Um, we got young talent, but we're definitely in the rebuild. So people get people have to, you know, buckle up, and get ready. 
because it's going to be a hard year, man. We're going to lose a lot of games, which then the biggest, you know, really you don't look at wins and losses. The biggest wins for us is progression of young talent. You know, you know, does Kispert take that step? Which, you know, talking about Kispert, you know, he kind of is what he is. He's a, he's a shooting specialist who, you know, he can drive to the lane, but he's not a guy who's going to lock anybody down to two or three. You know, he's a shooter. Um, Johnny, does he take that step? Does he get more confidence on his offensive game? Bilal, does he take – you know, we have a lot, of, a lot of young talent, so progression of our young talent is going to be the wins for this team. So, yeah, I'm not going to say it's too, it's too much of a snub, but here's the thing. With that whole you got to spend 90% of your cap, I mean, a lot of teams that were slated to be bad are not going to be so bad, man. I mean, we were just talking about it. Houston. I mean, say what you want about the West, man. Obviously, you know, um, Phoenix and Golden State and, and and Denver, they're the headliners of the Western Conference. But, look, Houston ain't too far. But, I mean, look, a couple years, they're going to be a force, man. I'm saying right now, if, especially if they can find a daggone point guard. Um, but, you know, and hopefully, you know, I don't know if they're going to play Eamon Thompson there, but we'll see. But, yeah, it's not too much stuff. We are where we are. We're a team that is going to be a, a fun-to-watch trash team. <laughs> I mean, we're not going to be very good, but we're going to be fun to watch. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, Ted just got those new seats, the new seating area where there's a bunch of money to sit there. You're going to get served food and drinks and all kinds of VIP section in, 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 uh, in uh, Capital One Arena in the 100 section. But, um, no, you're, you're 100% right. I mean, the goal is to evaluate the young talent, see what you got in Bilal, see what you got in Jordan Poole, see what you got in uh, Vucevic if he plays, Pat Ball and Ryan Rollins. Um, all the young talent that you just that you just got in the offseason and really to get draft capital and, and get assets. That's what the goal is this season. The goal isn't really to make the playoffs or the plan right now. The goal is to get as, as many assets as you can get, evaluate Denny. It's a contract season for him, so you want to know what, you, what you're what you going to do with him in the future. Same thing with Corey Kispert, Johnny Davis, all the guys that Tommy Shepard drafted. You want to just get a feel of how they play and what you're going to do with them next. And then the veterans, what are you going to do with them? Are you going to trade him? How much capital can you get for him? Same thing with Kyle Kuzma. Um, that's what they see. The goal is is not to to make the playoffs or try to make a chase for the plan like Tommy Shepard was. The goal is to evaluate and assess. Just get a feel of what you got. Will Dog is going to evaluate, and you go from there. So the power rankings, it's not really a big deal to us right now. It's a rebuilding season, and uh, Will Dog is in the front office. They're just trying to get acclimated and, and evaluate this roster for the future. Yeah, I agree. But there's one factor to look at real quick before we roll, man. Um, there's new shares in town for both the Wizards and the Commanders. So, I mean, if you, I mean, we, we, I know we ain't talking about football, but, you know, we were talking mm-hmm. about Chase and Ron Rivera. You know, it's very similar to West Unseld and Denny Avia. You know, you got in, in Denny, you got a young guy who he needs to take that step to get paid. So, yeah, it's a rebuild year and you're looking at progression of young talent. But look, Wes, even so, they got to see something for him because, again, they didn't hire him. There's no connection to West. Now he's, he's connected to the franchise through his dad. But you know, we've been saying, look, name gets you only so far. You know, you can't be trash and have that name <laughs> and expect to have a job. You know, you got to perform. You know, how did his dad get to that prominence? He won an MVP. You know, he won the only title we got. So he's got mm-hmm. that, you know, that so looking at that, there's people that need to step up. But again, you know, we're gonna be fun to watch. It's not gonna be it's gonna be hard. As far as wins and losses, but I'm I'm ready, man. I'm intrigued. Um, <laughs> I'm 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 actually excited to see these young guys play, man. You know, oh, yeah. that was my favorite part of the last ten games last year. Was like, you know, we both said it, man. That finally we get to see these young guys play. So I want to see how these young guys do, man. I want to see. I'm I'm really interested to see Bilal and Johnny 
and these young guys, man. So um, yeah. yeah. Um, Jordan Poole too, man. Can he? Can he? Can he make an All Star team? I mean, Laurie Marketing, nobody thought he was gonna make an All Star team last yeah. year, but Jordan Poole, he's gonna get the keys to the car, and he's gonna be able to make a leap and you know, kind of just really play his own game and really show out. And the offense is going to really run through him and Coos. Absolutely. So the youth movement is in the 202. So we're going to go ahead and call it there. Definitely appreciate everybody, as usual, for tuning in and watching us. Um, definitely spend your time with us to chop it up basketball. Thank you for making Locked the Wizards your first listen every day. Every day or tomorrow, we're going to do lineups. So definitely look, look at your own lineups. Who do you think should be in a tall lineup? Who do you think should be on a shooting lineup? So definitely let us know. Like, subscribe, comment below. Anywhere you get your podcast, five-star review is much appreciated. So, again, appreciate y'all. Hope everybody has a good evening. Hail to the Wizards and peace. Have a good night, everybody. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.